live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, how are you? It is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so I assume that you know what time it is because you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. There's no other place to be. And this is live from America, and I'm your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of this show, Jeremy Harrell. Some call me the Hip Hop Patriot, but either way, we're broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And me and producer Eli, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Every single night, really, at 5 p.m. Following Moody and following us, Culture Wars, tonight. So make sure you stick around for Will Johnson and Culture Wars. Please, if you're just joining in on Rumble.com slash LFA TV, share out the link. Rumble on your way in. We're always looking for about 1,500 live rumbles. If we can do that, we're in good shape on the leaderboard. So, again, we thank you very much for joining with us uh, tonight because we got breaking news coming from Arizona. Uh, I don't think they expected the fight to last this long in Arizona. And I don't think they were ready for MAGA Republicans to stay on message. And I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, M-A-G-A is here to stay. And we are on message. And we are over the target, if you know what I'm saying. So what I want to do tonight is I want to break uh, down the um, start to show out by uh, breaking down what's going on with the NAACP. The NAACP right now is issuing travel advisories. This is the new left's way of getting people to not go places where they will be free. See, the left really, really thrives on slavery. They always have. They always have. The left has always thrived on slavery since the, since the beginning of the United States of America. The, the, the Democratic Party was built off slavery. They fought for slavery. They fought for keeping things segregated. They're fighting against women today. They're trying to erase women today. If you look at the Democratic Party, uh, from outside the box or more, moreover, as a, from a 5,000-foot overview, you see that they're always the party of slavery. And they thrive off fear, oppression, mis, uh, misinformation, and disinformation campaigns. That's what the Democratic Party is. And they just issued a travel advisory for black people to not visit Florida because you just may die. Think of that, Eli. Don't go to Disney World. Well, you shouldn't go there anyway. But don't go to Florida on vacation, black people. You're going to get killed. This is the crap that the NAACP is pushing. I hate to say it. Roll the clip. Well, the governor has 
uh, perfected the art of doing stunts to gain campaign contributions. Unfortunately, this will impact people's lives. Uh, we should not use race or othering as a tool to weaponize against people. And unfortunately, for a large percentage of the Floridians, that's what he has done. Therefore, we are advising African-Americans and others that if you travel to Florida, beware that your life is not valued, that we have a political landscape that could cause harm as we prepare for the 2024 elections to right-size the political landscape in the state of Florida. Wow. Well, the governor has... Well, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shut that up. So there you go, folks. There you go. It's always the race card from the party that loves slavery. It's always the race card from the party that loves to basically own their demographic, and I'm talking about their voting demographic, based on fear and misinformation because that's all they've ever done. That's all they've ever done. That's all they'll ever do. Uh, I noticed something that we don't have the lower ticker on today. Let me just uh, see if I can fix that for you guys. Yes, I know that the show is not uh, broadcasting on the lower ticker. I mean, the, uh, the description of the show is not broadcasting uh, on the lower ticker or even on the video. That's because right up until the show, we were like extremely busy and we forgot to put it in there. Okay, so it's just some of the things that we're going to touch on tonight. Definitely that NAAPC thing right there. We got breaking news coming from Arizona tonight um, about what the legislators are, are, are prepared to do in Arizona. Carrie Lake, a message from Carrie Lake. Uh, how the uh, countries are starting to wake up and really understand how incredibly evil the WHO is, the World Health Organization. Uh, Fox News caves to Marxist Democrats. Louisiana bill to ban China from buying land in Louisiana. Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates, seemingly the dynamic duo. You know, the stepbrother situation, it seems like they were actually a lot closer than people like to lead on. Uh, polls showing that the, uh, the Republicans holding out on this debt ceiling thing is actually a good thing. We've got uh, people like Wayne Root and others calling for DeSantis to step down. Don't even start this fight. There's a lot we're going to talk about tonight here on Live from America, LFA TV. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again. Please rumble on your way in. I'd like to do some special thank yous right now, if I could, uh, because we got some mail. And first of all, Jordy Lang, thank you very much for the donation for future rallies and expenses. Uh, said that they were very uh, disappointed that we went all the way to Iowa and we weren't able to cover the rally the way it was supposed to be covered. And they sent a donation for future donations. And I want to thank you very much for doing that. That was very thoughtful of you. And I appreciate that because, yes, it is expensive. Uh, Cindy Keys, thank you for the letter, the card, and the sunrise picture. God bless you. Janelle Mitten, uh, Milton, thank you very much. Denise English, God bless you and thank you. Jean Havey, thank you very much. Um, wanted more info on the mezuzah. Where can we get, where can you get one? Uh, uh, Sabrina's going to email you back and tell you where you can get one. And um, sent a uh, coup- coupons for buying beer. And Bud Light coupons were like basically getting the beer for free. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. We're going to be talking about that uh, to a little bit later as well. I'd like to thank S&M Burgeon, and I'd like to say congratulations on your retirement. Happy retirement. I hope you enjoy it. Maybe that means you can watch more LFA TV. Maybe that's what that means. But happy retirement, and we wish you well. And Arthur Nettler, thank you very much for the CB radio. We're going to be putting that on the LFA Rumble Bus so the LFA TV Rumble Bus will be coming to a, uh, a city near you very soon. 
We're going to be getting it wrapped hopefully next week. And uh, that CB radio will go on there. So thank you, sir, very, very much. Let's go to Jesus Calling on this May 22nd, year of our Lord, 2023. As you guys continue to help us get the word out there and share, this is a good one. You ready? You need to accept not only yourself, but also the choices that you have made. Fantasizing about having done things differently is a time-wasting trap. Take time to talk with me and relax in my presence. Your perfectionist tendencies will dissolve as you soak in my transforming grace. What an incredible suggestion. What an incredible piece of advice. Basically, you're not going to change anything you've done, so why waste time on thinking about it? Just take the lessons that you learned from it and move forward. Amen? Here's from Psalm 103, 13 and 14. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are transformed. Excuse me. For he knows how we are formed, and he remembers that we are dust. Incredible. Can you imagine being God? Think about that for a minute. Imagine for a second. I hope that's not blasphemy to say that, but can you imagine being God? And remembering how he formed the first human and breathed life into the lungs of Adam, into the nostrils, and eventually into the, into the lungs of Adam and brought Adam to life. Imagine remembering that. And then imagine seeing these Satanist trans- transgender twerkists out there twerking all over, you know, fake Satans and pretending to have, you know, baby abortion. Imagine, imagine that. Imagine going, wow. <laughs> Just wow. I still love you, but Wow amazing and ephesians 1 7 and 8 in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of god's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding ephesians 1 7 and 8 before you turn out the light tonight keep living or keep living close to me my infinite wisdom enables me to weave even your errors into an intricate work that is good Hey, Garrett, Garrett said, first time rumbling on the Rumble account. Man, that's awesome. I'm so, so excited that you actually made a Rumble account so you could chat. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching anywhere on any device, please come over to Rumble, give us a Rumble, but, but sign in and engage with us and chat with, in, in the chat. We put it up during the show three or four times. We always talk about, look at that. If, I did, if you weren't in the chat, I wouldn't have known that it's, it's Mama Rhett's 40, 56th birthday today from uh, Angie from Pennsylvania. So Angie, Pennsylvania, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Angie from Pennsylvania. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, hon. Hope you have a great, great birthday. But getting back to this real quick, can you imagine just just for a moment, just for a moment, when Jesus became sin for us? Imagine the sinless, spotless lamb, perfect in every way he has ever conducted himself, never knew sin became sin and took the punishment that you and I deserve for our sin and basically in the eyes of the Lord became sin and in the eyes of the Lord the Lord was disgusted and hated every sin that Jesus took upon himself and in turn punished him for what he took from you and then turned to you and said you're free to go get out of here and you say but wait a minute I don't I I I don't want to go. Jesus is suffering on my behalf. It doesn't matter. He took your sin. 
Turn around and leave. You're forgiven. I love you. Wow. Imagine that. Pretty incredible stuff, isn't it? All right, let's go to the Lord for prayer. Please remove your hat if you're wearing one. And let's give honor to Jesus right now because of what Jesus did. Didn't do anything wrong. Took all the punishment while you got to go free. That's what we should be remembering right now. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Took it all. And you got to go. Makes me cry. Makes me cry when I think of it. All right, we got 2,800 people watching. I think it is a perfect time to get ready. And ladies and gentlemen, by the way, while we're getting ready, while we're getting ready to sip on our first slurp of this beautiful Rise Up coffee, do not forget about the Trump bobblehead. Look, if you think Trump's going to be back, I think Trump's going to be back. Here it is right here. The Trump bobblehead, folks. The description is in the show below in the, um, in the sponsor description. All you got to do is click the link and uh, claim your Trumpinator today. I'll be back, right? He looks like the Terminator. I think it's pretty cool. They sent me like five of these, so I think I'm going to give four away. But act fast and get your Trump bobblehead today, and the description is in the link. Even though there's no description of the show today, there are sponsors in there for you to click, all right? And I'll put the descriptions in after the show. All right, let's have our first slurp. Here we go. Tom says, I bought three bobbleheads. Did you get them yet? Who'd you give them to? I'd like to know. All right, here we go. Dozens of senators. This is a crazy, crazy story. And uh, it, it, just, it just came across today. And I didn't know what to think of it. So I looked a little deeper into it. And I said, wait a minute. What are they gearing up here for? Dozens of United States senators are being issued taxpayer-funded satellite phones in preparation for what they're calling a possible disruptive event. So that, you know, at face value doesn't seem like it's anything really to talk about, correct? But let's get into it. CBS News reported today that these devices are part of a series of new security measures being offered to senators by Karen Gibson, Senate Sergeant at Arms. The official line of reasoning behind offering the satellite's phones was to, quote, ensure a redundant and secure means of communication during a disruptive event. CBS News also notes that the satellite phones were offered partially in response to the January 6th, 2021 protest at the U.S. Capitol. So what are you expecting to happen again? Are you expecting something like that to happen again? And it's weird that we don't get to vote on whether the fact that the senators get these satellite phones that we're paying for, just like it's weird that we didn't get to, I don't know, have a say-so in the taxpayers funding, you know, Ramada Inn and these major hotel hotel chains to get in uh, business with the federal government to ensure that they get their bottom line, uh, but their bottom dollar. But we'll get to that in just a minute. We'll get to that in just a minute. So sources confirmed to CBS that all 100 senators have been offered the phones as of last month, and more than 50 accepted Gibson's offer. The senators who agreed to take the devices were urged to keep them close by during travel. I wonder why. 
I wonder why. Do you think it's just another form of keeping track of these senators? It could be. Do you think that they're expecting a possible disruptive event? I'd say probably. The Department of Homeland Security claims that the phones are security backstop in the case of an emergency that, quote, takes out communications in part of America. Well, there it goes right there. Takes out communications. Thank you for the CB radio, Arthur Nettler. Takes out communications. Makes me think of the spy balloon. Makes me think of an EMP of some sorts. Makes me think the spy balloon is connected to this in some way, shape, or form. And maybe it was a dry run. Maybe it was a trial run. I don't know because if they were to, to, I don't know, if they were to float 10, 20 Chinese balloons over the United States in our airspace so high that we could not see them, and they, I don't know, just decided to detonate an EMP in each one of these areas, disrupt communications. Well, that's odd. Many conservatives, including D.C. Drano, good friend, are expressing alarms that a cyber attack prior to the 2024 election would be used to justify changes in the voting procedures that will benefit Joe Biden. He argues that senators are being issued the phones to prepare for this exact event. How many of you agree with that? Let's pull up the rumble chat because I don't think that he's far off. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's hundred percent correct there, but I don't think he's far off. Let's go to the rumble chat here. Midnight, you called it, but a three-way radio sounds very fishy to me. Hmm, and then there's the missing train car of explosive fertilizer missing. That's exactly right. An entire train car of explosive fertilizer missing. Don't know where it is. Isn't that odd? I do, I agree. I agree, I agree. I don't agree with that. That's, I'm, I'm glad we get some, some, some differences of opinion there. No, we can just wait until we're back and refuse to vote. Something is fishy. Something going to happen. EMP. Well, I think communications is the big one. I think communications... Uh, killing our communications in this country is the big one because you can really, um, you can really take over so much by disrupting our communications. You could take over everything. You could shut everything down, switch a, a flip a switch, just like they did in the election, and boom, you come back with a very different America. And it does seem almost like we are living in a very different America. It's almost like America went through the uh, Bermuda Triangle somewhere, went through like a uh, you know upside down universe, and came out the other side completely different. Either way, folks. If you think something is coming, make sure that you rumble this video. And definitely, if you think something is coming, share this video. Because it doesn't look good. And when you know they're preparing for something like this, there's always something behind it. There's always something behind it. Now, I want to get back to what we had Heather Mullins reporting on the other day in upstate New York. Because I think the problem is more serious than we ever thought. So, we know... Now, this is very important information here, ladies and gentlemen, okay? This is very, very, very important information. And I believe that LFA TV is at the cusp of exposing something huge. We know that from Ben Berkwam's reporting at the southern border and on the way to the southern border, who's funding it, who's helping, and how they're doing it. And the road they're taking, the paths they're taking, Who's helping them along the way with checkpoints? Who's funding them? We know all of that. We also know that there are NGOs that are partnering with the federal government, basically human trafficking and profiting off of it, right? We know all the stuff that's going on in Brownsville. We know all the stuff that's going on in El Paso, Texas. People are literally working in partnership with the federal government right now to human traffic to make money, profiting off of it. That's not the the end-all, be-all reason why the human trafficking is happening, though. That's the great replacement theory. 
But in the meantime, to get to the great replacement theory that's no longer a theory that's definitely a great replacement strategy that is in the works right now, in the meantime, who's going to profit off it? Well, we know the drug cartels are. We know politicians are. But who else is going to profit off of it? Well, I, I believe that these hotel chains took such a big hit during COVID because the government shut them down and wouldn't let anybody go to hotels. I think now these hotel owners are looking at this as their new cash cow so that they can keep their hotels full and they don't have to worry about them actually renting them out to people who are visiting for vacation to make a profit. No, no, no. Instead, let's partner with the federal government. Let's let the federal government take over the hotels. Let's let the federal government fill these hotels with illegal aliens. But the worst part about it is, let's make the United States taxpayer fund it and let's not ask them to do so. And now we have to go after these hotels. Just like we go after these department stores and these big box stores that decide to go woke and they go broke, we have to make sure that we find out who owns these hotels and we have to put them on blast and we need to expose them and nobody's talking about it. Just like nobody's talking about how we're actually being invaded at the northern border and there's not a single camera there. LFA TV is going there. We got enough people at the southern border. We have enough people exposing that and they're doing great jobs. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we're finding out that these hotels are making their money back by, put, by getting in partnership with the federal government, and they are literally guilty of human trafficking. They are guilty of human trafficking and profiting off of it, and nobody's talking about it. We're going to expose it. Another hotel in New York. Another hotel in New York. Roosevelt Hotel in New York City. Let's play the video for you first, and then let me show you what Heather Mullins has uncovered, because she is on the case, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry about the noise. This is a uh, this is Roosevelt Hotel in New York City. Illegal immigrants arrive at the massive processing housing center in Midtown Manhattan. We're gonna name all these hotels, and then we're gonna find out who owns them. Look at this disgusting crap. Look at this. They're taking over our hotels, and you wonder why you can't get a hotel anywhere. You wonder why you've got to get an Airbnb now, why there's no hotels uh, available in most of these places that they're doing this. It's because there's no hotels available. And the hotel owners do not give a crap whether they're renting them to you or the federal government. They would rather rent them to the federal government for the illegal uh, aliens so they can definitely make a profit. It's almost like Section 8 housing. It's almost like Section 8 housing. And here's the kicker. They're getting more per room than they would get through you. So they don't care. And in most cases, they're charging $190 a night for a year. That means these illegal aliens get to live in these hotels for a year. And, and, and don't be mistaken, the hotel um, employees are gone. Once they take over these hotels, the hotel employees are gone. So they're going to turn these once great and beautiful hotels into cesspools of bed bugs, STDs, and, and, and diseases that we haven't had in this country for decades. Now... Here's where we get to the knit. Here's where the rubber meets the road. Does everybody want to know, Eli, can you, I left my phone out there. Can you please grab that for me? I've got to get to my, um, I've got to get to my, yeah. Is that the one? Nope, other one. So Heather Mullins is on this and she dug deep. She dug real deep and she found out that the people who own the hotel, the people who own this hotel, is actually Pakistan Airways. Let me bring this up on. 
Here we go. Check this out. This is crazy. <clears throat> the people who own this hotel that we're talking about right here, the one in uh, the Roosevelt Hotel, it's owned by Pakistan Airways. Hold on. Let me bring it up here. Um, this is incredible. Okay, here we go. Here's what she sent me. As the federal government seeks ways to increase revenue in foreign currency amid a crisis at home, it has decided to turn one overseas state property into a money minter. So this, is, this was a story back in the day about selling these hotels to these, to these uh, foreign companies. And this hotel, um, Roosevelt Hotel, was bought by, let me tell you the exact name of the company, Pakistan Steel Mills and Pakistan Airways. So we've got this, com- this company out of Pakistan who's buying these hotels in America and now entering into the federal government contract of leasing these hotels only to illegal aliens from their countries and other countries. And who's paying for it? The taxpayer. So we, unno- un- unknowingly and um, basically by force, are funding... Foreign companies to get rich through human trafficking by buying up our property and then entering into an agreement with the feds in order to traffic these people. Do you see how absolutely disgusting this is? This is absolutely disgusting and we need to blow the lid off this. Because that means that the... So we need to find out who owns the, who owns the hotels. Now, she already traced back... Let me just tell you, she traced back the owner of the uh, Crossroads Hotel... And it is, the owner is, um, hold on. We're going to put all this together so that we can get, we need your guys' help. Here's what we're getting down to. We need citizen journalists. We need people to go to these hotels in your communities that are doing this. And we need you to go there with phones and we need you to expose them and ask the right questions. Okay? Um, Patrick Patius. Patrick Patius is the CEO of Choice Hotels International and Choice Hotels International and Patrick Patius, and that's P-A-C-I-O-U-S. They own the Crossroads Hotel in New York. And of course, Ramada is a chain that's got a, a headquarters. And now, we're, uh, and now we find out who the owner of Roosevelt Hotel was, and it's Pakistan Airways and Pakistan Steel Mills. So here's what we got to do, folks. We got to blow the lid off this nationwide because the normies out there, the regular people that, that don't you know, know who they're going to vote for or even don't even want to talk about this, they got to understand that these hotels are being taken over one by one by one by one until pretty soon you're going to have most of our hotels in our country logged up and jammed up with illegal aliens, cesspools of STDs and diseases, and they're going to spread through your communities. They are. And the hotels don't care because the hotel employees are, are pushed out. They probably got some kind of severance to be gone for a year, and they're making all the money they need to for a year, a year contract with, these, with the federal government. It's disgusting, and we're going to blow off the lid. Thank you, Heather Mullins, for doing what you're doing. And now we've got more breaking news. We got more breaking news, and I believe Wendy Rogers is probably on Steve Bannon talking about this right now. But go ahead. We got breaking news, folks. All right, we've known for quite some time that the state legislatures, state legislators are the one in the legislatures and uh, the body themselves. They're the ones that actually make, uh, enforce, and have the election laws on the book. There's, the Secretary of State is supposed to abide by the law of the state legislature. 
The governor, the Supreme Court, and the attorneys general are all supposed to abide by the law in which is put forth by the state legislature in any way, shape, or form, but definitely when it comes to elections because they're the ones that make the election laws in their states. And this is what Donald Trump is working so incredibly heavy on right now. Breaking news coming out of Arizona yesterday. Last night, Wendy Rogers texted me and Sonny Borelli, and both of them sent me a copy of Sonny Borelli's uh, letter. And in this letter, what you're going to find out, folks, is beautiful. Check this out. Arizona Senate Majority Leader Sonny Borelli, he issued a letter to every county official office notifying them that no electric... No electronic voting machine can be used in the 2024 election. Katie Hobbs vetoed the law, but the Constitution gives plenary, plenary authority to the state legislature, so they're overriding her. This is huge. So while uh, Carrie Lake just wrapped up her court case showing that over 70,000 signatures easily were not verified correctly in any way, shape, or form. Now we have the state legislature saying, hey, you're not allowed to use electronic voting machines anymore. The 2024 election, you will do everything, paper ballot, period. Katie Hobbs said, too bad. I'm Too bad, the mousy little twit said. I'm going to veto it. Well, too bad, Katie Hobbs, because the state legislature can override you. And that's exactly what they're going to do. That's exactly what they're going to do. The state house and the state Senate. And this is what I was talking about earlier with Trump working very, very diligently in each one of these, especially the swing states, to make sure that the state legislature gets a hold of these elections before the 2024 election. And they are going to make a law and they're going to override her. Too bad, so sad. They're going to make a rule and she's going to, she's going to veto everything they do and they're going to override her. This is what we're talking about, folks. Now, I want to bring up the, the letter here, if I can, or a portion of it. That's probably, that's probably good right there. Here we go. Phoenix, Arizona, this is office. This is for immediate release. Senate Majority Leader calls on county supervisors statewide to protect national security during future elections. Uh, this is kind of just breaking down what happened in the past, what they're trying to avoid. This is the actual letter right here. It says, the purpose of this letter is to inform you of the latest update of the 56th legislature, first regular session on necessary national security measures, a press release issued by the Office of the United States Secretary of Homeland Security on January 17th, 2017, clearly states that the designation of decision, um, designation of decision infrastructure, election infrastructure is critical in infrastructure. The obvious reason for this is because of elections have major impact on national security. It's vital that the state of Arizona complies with the uh, inherent, uh, I can't read that, it's a little bit too small, but you guys can, it's, it's on your screen there, it's quite a ways from me. The passage of the Senate Bill 1074, SB 1074, would have fulfilled those requirements to protect critical infrastructure. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna move down to the bottom here. It says, accordingly with the passage of the Senate, uh, concurrent resolution 1037, SCR 1037 by the legislature and transmission of the secretary of state on April 3rd, 2023. It is now incumbent upon the legislature to exercise our plenary authority um, enhanced in Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1 of the United States Constitution. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what state legislatures need to do. This is what needs to happen. So, uh, this is what the state legislature is going to do from now until 2024. They're going to get rid of the machines. You know that Mike Lindell is behind this working with them. You know Donald Trump's uh, team is working there with them as well. And uh, this is what we're going to do state by state. This is what needs to happen. And we've got plenty of time to do it.
And even if we don't achieve exactly everything we want, we will achieve enough to make sure that they don't steal the elections. Now getting back to the ballot harvesting, because we know the ballot harvesting is what stole the election, not just the machines. The machines are one thing, but if we can make it so that only paper ballots are done, well, then we can focus literally on the ballot harvesting, which we're already ahead of anyway. Again, this is why they're going to have to try to use the DOJ, CIA, and FBI to stop us because they're not going to stop us at the ballot box. Amen? Share the video. Now, I want to play a quick clip from Carrie Lake talking to Jordan Conradson of the Gateway Pundit. And, um, you know, Carrie Lake, is, Carrie Lake has been a fighter. She's not stopped fighting. She promised you she would not stop fighting, just like Donald Trump did. Promised he would not stop fighting. And the people that, uh, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, it looks like things are looking up in Arizona. Now all we got to do is just remove Katie Hobbs and put the rightful governor in there or have a real election where there's uh, no cheating allowed. Roll the clip. Jordan Conradson with the Gateway Pundit. I'm here with Carrie Lake. We, we just got out of her three-day trial here about an hour ago. So, Carrie, you know, we learned a lot during that trial. We saw a lot of testimony by your witnesses, by Maricopa County, Ray Valenzuela. You know, one of the most shocking things to me is 270,000 ballots verified in less than three seconds each. What, I mean, obviously, that's like one of the most shocking things you could find in an election. What do you, what's your response to that? What do well, you think? And we had uh, truly one of the country's basically one of the world's best experts on signature verification and handwriting say that that's humanly impossible. There aren't enough minutes in the day, seconds in the day to do that. And so I'm really proud of our team. I'm proud that we were able to expose what's happening. And we exposed what's happening earlier on in our court case when it came to the the sabotage of election day. And in this portion of our case, we're showing that mail-in ballots just aren't secure because the only security feature that they have, signature verification, is really a sham. And that's what we proved in court. I'm proud of our legal team. I'm proud of the incredible folks over at uh, We The People. Um, for helping us pull things together and pull the investigation together. And what we want to do, all we want to do, and we're not asking for a lot, is to have fair, secure, safe, and honest elections. And I'm not going to stop fighting for that for the people of Arizona. And she hasn't stopped fighting, and that's not a lot to ask. Just for fair elections, why is that so difficult? Just give us fair elections. And I don't think they expected her nor the Republican Party uh, to fight that th- this long. And they definitely didn't expect, you know, um, they definitely di- didn't expect MAGA to stick around for as long as it has. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, for Carrie Lake's efforts, I know it's not a lot, but at least it's something. Let's cue that drum roll if we can. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the day today goes to Carrie Lake and her team. And her team in Arizona, uh, they're fighting hard. They're doing everything they can. Look, at least they're doing something, right? At least they're doing something. And that's, that's more than we can ask for. for I mean, that, that's more than, than 90% of people that are elected are doing, okay? At least they're doing something. My problem with Carrie Lake would be if she was doing nothing, like so many people behind her in the past did, like Dr. Mehmet Oz and that loser down in Georgia and that other loser over there. People just give up too easy. Tudor Dixon, just give up. Get out of here. I like people who fight. I like people who fight. And like I said, the squeaky grease is always the one that gets the wheel. All right, folks, I want to tell you a little something that I did this weekend before we go on to our next segment, and that is this. I converted my Patriot Power Generator into my sole source of energy for my pool pump. 
So we have an above ground pool, you know, like those uh, Intex above ground pools you can buy for like 600 bucks or whatever. We have this it's a pretty nice pool, though. They make these uh, above ground pools nice nowadays. Um, but uh, we've always run it, you know, basically run our pump off of our uh, electricity. And I never realized how much our electricity went up every month uh, by having the pool pump go. I mean, I knew it went up, but it goes up by a lot, especially if you got air conditioners going too. So I converted our Patriot power generator into our pump power supply and i'm sitting there on the uh on the deck this weekend sitting there by the pool and i'm going wow i'm sitting here watching the pool pump work and it's not plugged into anything it's literally running off the sun and it worked and it worked great built a nice little pump house for it so ladies and gentlemen you don't only have to use your four patriot power generator in cases of emergencies although it's nice to have but i'm telling you what man if you had a couple of these things kicking around you could run a lot of things off these things you could save some serious money I mean, I think our electric bill goes up like 75 or 100 bucks a month with our pool running in the summer. You know what I mean? So you don't only have to wait for emergencies. You can use everyday stuff from 4Patriots.com using the promo code LFA and start saving money right away. I mean, you got to pay, pay for the thing, and then after that, you start saving money. But it wasn't even about the money. It was about the fact that I did not have to rely on plugging something in. All I had to rely on is the sun above me. So that, the, the food... The safety stuff, all of it. You got bundle deals now for Patriots.com. Every portion, a portion of every dollar you spend there goes to veterans and families of, of military veterans. So make sure you, ladies and gentlemen, that you use promo code LFA at 4 You're getting ready for summer. A lot of camping is going to happen, especially since we're not going to be able to take the vacations that we wanted to because everybody's broke. 4 Now, moving on. Everybody knows that the WEF and the WHO are not to be trusted. Everybody knows that the World Health Organization and the World, Feder- uh, and the World Economic Forum are basically just globalist organizations funded by people like Soros, Klaus Schwab, and, and, and other billionaires like Epstein, not Epstein, well, used to be Epstein, uh, Bill Gates and others, right? So they can basically work together to tear down the fabric of society and change the world. Well, what I like about uh, this uh, Croatian... Uh, European Union Parliament, Mislav Kalakuzic, is that he took his time to declare the WHO a terrorist organization. He took his time to speak at this event and said the WHO is a terrorist organization and we have to worry about them far more than we have to worry about the World Economic Forum. And I agree. I agree, especially with with what uh, Joe Biden is trying to do with the World Health Organization. Let's roll this clip. I would like uh, shortly to um, wear a people from upcoming uh, danger for humanity. The World Health Organization wants all countries to sign an agreement on handing over the authority to declare a pandemic, procure vaccine and drugs. It would be healthier and safer for humanity to sign agreement with the Colombian drug cartel. They know all about drugs for sure. During the COVID pandemic, World Health Organization only told lies. It should be declared a terroristic organization. They lie. That is a new and known virus. That is possible to make an effective vaccine. That the vaccine is 82% effective. That is protects against serious illness and deaths. That all, of course, were foolish and lies. Today, World Health Organization is more dangerous for humanity than World Economic Forum. Thank you. 
There you go. He said, today, the World Health Organization is far more dangerous than the World Economic Forum. And he said, you would be better off entering into a partnership with the drug cartels. And I love it. I love that other world leaders are finally starting to speak out about this globalist takeover. Now, um, Michelle Bachman, who I haven't seen in quite some time, she spent some time with Steve Bannon on his show this morning talking about the World Health Organization and uh, talking about her being on the ground there and how absolutely evil they are. Congressman Michelle Bachman is in Geneva right now at the World Health Organization at the U.N., uh, Congressman Bachman, you're on the scene. Tell us what's going on and how can we stop this madness, ma'am? Yeah, I'm here, Steve, at the United Nations building where the World Health Organization is meeting for the World Health Assembly. As you see behind me, it says it's the 75th anniversary. It's called it's the 76th World Health Assembly, the governing body of the WHO. And everyone's here. These are all the big leaguers that are here. They're making the decisions about strengthening the global governance architecture for the WHO. We learned a lot here. I've been, this is my fifth day here. Uh, we were here for preliminary meetings. Now we're here for the actual meeting. It started. And so this is what we know that came out today. The plan is they are agreeing that both a pandemic treaty and the 300 amendments that have been put forward for the international health rules, they're going to be, they're, they're going to be two separate documents, but they'll basically be one document. Those uh, proposed documents will be given in January of 2024, and then they'll be voted on a year from this week. So they're in the process of tightening everything down and a year from this week will come the final vote. And that's when all of the, of the lockdowns and the clampdowns and uh, everything that's going to impact our life is going to come into play. And they talked about some of those things. One is universal health care. And what they mean by that, they said equity about a million times in the last couple of days, inclusion in the, la- in the last couple of days. That means Everyone will get the same level of health care. It doesn't matter where you live. Everybody will get the same level of health care. In fact, there's a video that I watched, and it said, imagine if our economy would change and we would focus on what we need than what we have budgeted to spend. What if everybody got the care that they need? What if nations would produce what is needed by the world and supply it to others? So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. A year from this week, next year, 2024, right before the election, is when the new lockdowns are going to start. We know this. We know this. So if we know this, and we are the largest standing army in the world with weapons and guns, And at the same time, they're trying to flood our streets with illegals and take away our guns. We know what's happening. This is no longer a conspiracy theory. So what are we going to do about it? I can tell you this. I can tell you this. No American that I ever known will ever be a refugee. Come and take it from our cold, dead fingers. Bring it. But since we know about it, Why doesn't Kevin McCarthy get off of his butt and do something? Why doesn't the military, why does the National Guards, why don't governors stand up and do something and stop this agreement? Uh, Joe Biden cannot put us in this agreement 
without congressional approval. Period. We can't, he can't just unilaterally put us in this agreement without congressional approval. Now, you might say, well, Trump took us out of it without congressional approval. Taking somebody out of something is a lot different than putting somebody in something. Okay? And I, and I, and I, I got to think Congress has got to step up here. This is absolutely ridiculous. A year from this week, Michelle Bachman says she expects everything to start happening. Lock and load, folks. I said it was going to get worse before it gets better, but we're not going to let them stop this election. It's not going to happen. This election of Donald J. Trump is going to happen one way or another. And it really sucks for the people that are on the other side because they don't know the end story. We do. Now, I know a lot of you are like, well, I'm just not going to really. That's, that's just you really trusting on the Bible, Jeremy. I'm putting my faith in reality. So am I. So am I. I'm putting my faith in God's promises. One way or another, Donald Trump becomes president in the next presidential term. We're having this election one way or another. And if we've got to have it on top of a bunch of dead bodies and blood, we will have this election. If you invade this country in any way, shape, or form and try to lock us down again, if our own government tries to lock us down again, you're not going to get the same outcome as you did for COVID. It's not going to happen. I can guarantee you that. You will never lock us down again. The normies and the dumbasses, yeah, they'll, they'll stay locked down. But a good majority will not. And I'll tell you what, the 20, the, 20, the gang of 20 in, in the House of Representatives needs to get their butt in gear. And they need to get their butt in gear right now. Okay? So I say, we, uh, I say we pick a day and we just blow up our Congress. We blow them up every week. I mean, look, I can ask you to do it on your own, but I think it works better when we're all working together. Okay? Jeremy, it was supposed to vote this month. It was postponed until 2024. Just in time, pray Botswana pushes back again. Yes, yes, and others too. We need other countries to stand up as well, okay? This is just stuff that, look, we need to be informed of this stuff, guys. Where else are you going to get this kind of information besides shows like Bannon and mine and others? You know what I mean? So (laughs) I'm telling you what, folks. All right, moving on. Fox News, have they gone completely woke? Is it time for Fox News to go completely broke? Because Fox News just caved to Marxist Democrat ideology with new woke policies and viewers are responding heavily. For several years under the leadership of the Murdoch's uh, sons, Murdoch and Sons, and former Rhino lawmaker Paul Ryan, who sits on the Fox Board of Directors, the cable news network that earned its top spot by reporting the news mainstream media would not, and competitors CNN and MSNBC either distorted or outright lied about, has been moving to the woke, have been moving the needle to woke really quick lately. Uh, It's now being reported that all Fox News employees, regardless of their biological sex, will be allowed to use bathrooms that best align with their perceived gender identity. Kaylee McEnany, quit your job and stop worrying about the security of Fox News money. Okay? Hey, um, uh, Jesse Waters, quit your job. Go and start a network with Tucker Carlson. You You guys will tank Fox News in two days. Okay? Maria Bartiromo. Others. Lou Dobbs. Is he still there? I don't even know. Anybody with a half a brain? Get the hell out of Fox now or else you will be lumped in with that craziness just because you're there for money. We will not give you a free pass. It's over with for you. They've also been given the green light to dress in the office in attire that matches their make-believe gender rather than their biological sex. How many crazy leftists do you think are probably working at Fox News? Probably a crap ton. Probably a crap ton. 
Jeremy, I think in June, Arizona can get Hobbs out of office. That'll be great. That'll be great. But anybody who stays there just for the paycheck, Levin, all of them, you know where their loyalties lie. Because Fox News, if you ask me, by making that new move, saying you can dress according to your gender and you can use gender neutral or you can use bathrooms in which you'd identify as, bye-bye. And I know a lot of you, I know a lot of you still watch Fox. I'm just asking, Lou Dobbs got fired? Oh yeah, okay, I didn't even know. I don't even know who's all there and who's not there anymore. Unbelievable. Moving on. Something I was going to report on this morning, I didn't have time to, and that's Louisiana's new bill to block foreign adversaries like China from buying land in the state. Every red state needs to do this immediately. And we need to get this to, and, and we need to make this a law. This has, this has to be pushed through Congress because we can't have China buying up all blue states either. A bill to block corporations linked to foreign adversaries from buying land or other immovable property in Louisiana is scheduled for a floor vote in the state house next week. The House Committee on Civil Law and Procedure approved House Bill 537. Anybody living in Louisiana? House Bill 537 this week, sponsored by Representative Valerie Hodges R. Denham Springs. That's a name. Oh, no, <laughs> Valerie Hodges, Republican from Denham Springs. Okay, my bad. But that was her whole name. I was like, that's ridiculous. Uh, it was a vote of 11 to 1, sending the measure to the House floor for a scheduled vote tomorrow. This bill is seeking to protect state sovereignty, Hodges told the committee, stressing it would apply to corporations who are seeking to control essential assets, not local residents with lawful status who want to contribute to Louisiana businesses, cultures, and community. Again, this is House Bill 537. Okay, guys, House Bill 537, if you live in the great state of Louisiana. And now I know there's a lot of people who live in the great state of Louisiana who also take Field of Greens. How many people in this chat right now drink Field of Greens and how many months have you drank it for? Because if you can tell the rest of the audience here how long you've drank Field of Greens or how, how long you've consumed Field of Greens and how and uh, and uh, if you if you uh, then I think that'll tell people how well it works. Right. Uh, I started off with the original here. I ended up going to the Wildberry, then the Lemon Lime. I have now tried the Strawberry Lemonade. I think I like the Wildberry better than the Strawberry Lemonade, but they're very close. A lot of people like the raw because if you can't have organic stevia, then you need to get the raw. But folks, this field of greens has changed my life so much, I don't think I can ever stop drinking it or consuming it, I should say, because it's a powder substance if you're not familiar, and it's one scoop with one 12-ounce bottle of water or one 12-ounce cup of water, and that's all you need. It takes me about an hour and a half to two hours to drink it because I sip on it, but I'm going to tell you one thing. The, note, the difference that I noticed in, in month one was, was a huge difference, but then I noticed a bigger difference in month three than I noticed in month one, and I keep noticing differences, and, and the reason why is because this constantly flushes out your lymph node system and it constantly flushes out the toxins that you put in your body. So yes, your smell will be different. Your sweat will be different. Your, your stool, your bathroom will smell different, but it's only because you're ejecting all of the disgusting toxins that you put in your body. And for the price, you could never buy the organic fruits and vegetables themselves and get the same result for the price. You couldn't do it. So go to fieldofgreens.com today. If it's your first order, use promo code LFA. You'll get 15% off. If you like it, sign up for recurring order, and you still get a discount every month. Look at that. Six months you've been drinking it now. A lot of people say six months. Lemon, lime, and strawberry lemonade are my favorite. Amazing. Amazing. Susie Q says she puts it in her shake. My wife does that as well. I noticed my skin and joints are better. It's amazing when you start putting what God intended for your body 
how much better you start doing. All right, I got to go to this next clip here because Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates seem to be a lot closer than Bill Gates ever let on. Remember, Bill Gates has been pressed on this by quite a few journalists now and quite a few um, quite a few news outlets. And he has basically played it off like, oh, I only met him a couple times. Well, Melinda Gates, Bill Gates' ex-wife now, she says it wasn't, no, no, it was more than that. Roll it. You know, it was also widely reported that Bill had a, a friendship or business or some kind of contact with Jeffrey Epstein and that you were not, uh, that that was very upsetting to you. Did that play a role in the, in the divorce at all in this process? Yeah, as I said, it's not one thing. It was many things. But I did not like uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you made that clear to him? I made that clear to him. I also met Jeffrey Epstein exactly one time. Did you? Yes, because I wanted to see who this man was. And um, I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. So, you know, my heart breaks for these young women because that's how I felt. And here I'm an older woman. My God, I feel terrible for those young women. It's awful. You felt that the moment you walked in. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And you shared that with Bill and he still continued to spend time with him? Any of the questions remaining about what Bill's relationship there was, those are for Bill to answer. Okay. But I made it very clear how I felt about him. Mm Now, I don't agree in any way, shape, or form that she is innocent of anything, but it's nice to see evil eat evil. It's nice to see these people snitch and tell on each other uh, because you know that she's guilty of stuff too. But Bill Gates is a pedophile. He's a disgusting, nerdy, probably virgin until he was 30 years old pedophile. He's disgusting, and he needs to be called out anytime he's on any stage anywhere. And that's why that guy doesn't make too many United States appearances. He makes appearances overseas because he knows people here would rip him apart. He knows they would rip him apart. Another thing I want to talk about here before we close out the show, folks, is um, polls are actually showing support for Kevin McCarthy right now, even though he's a loser. Polls are actually showing support for Kevin McCarthy for holding out on this debt ceiling issue. And because I think Americans are starting, uh, even normies are starting to wake up and say, look, this is affecting me now, and I don't want to continue to just print money and spend money. So not only is McCarthy's poll numbers going up because he's holding out, but a, uh, two, uh, new polls are out that show that a massive swing for the Republican, uh, I guess the Republican draft of, of, of moving the debt ceiling forward of cutting spending is actually what most Americans want. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny that most Americans lead a lean Republican, most Americans voted for Donald Trump, and most Americans can't stand transgenderism. As a result, you can see the Bud Light sales. We don't want it. We don't want it. And what we want is to get a hold of spending. So as much as I can't stand Kevin McCarthy, it's nice to see America says, hold out, hold out, hold out. It's good to see that. One more thing before our last sponsor and then our last, um, our last, uh, Reporting of the day is Wayne Root. If you guys know Wayne Root, he's a good, he's a good friend of President Trump's. He's got, he's got, he writes books. I believe he's on uh, Real America's Voice now. He actually put out a plea for DeSantis to stand down. He said, for the good of the, of the Republican Party and America, Ron DeSantis needs to stand down. And he said that in capitals. Stand down. And why is he saying that? Because he knows, he knows the fight that's coming to the Republican Party 
in a time where we need to all rally around Donald Trump and we don't need it. But here's what I say. I say we do need it. I say Ron DeSantis wants to show his true colors and it's about time. Get him out on the table now. Don't lead the people along. Don't lead them astray any longer and think that you're a good governor. Put him on the table now. And I think Donald Trump needs to sharpen up his skills a little bit. And I think he needs to do that with Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis made his bed and I believe it's time for him to lay in it. So go ahead and announce your presidency, sir. And so we can stomp a mud hole um, in your you-know-what and put you back right where you belong and right, right back with the establishment because you won't be elected governor again as well either after what you did. I, I say, you know what? Get your cards out on the table and get them out on the table now. How about you? You guys agree? It's time for Donald Trump to put this man where he belongs and that's put him right down in the dust with the rest of the Republican Party. That's at least my view on it. You guys might have a different view on it, but uh, it's time to squash this man. He made his bed, time to lay in it. Now you're going to see the real power of Donald Trump. And on the way out, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to one more time highlight a great sponsor of ours, and that is Gold Co. Uh, my wife and I now are the proud owners of gold, silver, and palladium coins and bars. Not very much, a couple thousand dollars worth, but we do have some. And I strongly urge you, if you guys are going to turn your retirement or your any, uh, any of your cash sitting around trying to hold on to whatever kind of savings that you have, I would put it in some kind of a precious metals or land. And precious metals is easier to get than land. I would do that, and then I would hold on to it until you sell it back to GoldCo. And once you sell it back to GoldCo, you'll get a highest buyback guarantee. So go to goldco.com slash live or go to 855-559-3433. Call them today and just talk to them and see what kind of, uh, what kind of deal you can get with them for what you have uh, to hold aside. And as Will Johnson is starting his show, I got to tell you, earlier today I told you that Bud Light is now selling their cans for $0.10 cents a can in some stores, $1.78 a 24-pack. Now Bud Light is offering to buy back all the beer on the shelves because it's too bad of a look to have Bud Light sitting on the shelves and nobody buying it. The boycott works, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Will Johnson and Culture Wars is coming up next. LFA TV continues. Remember, please rumble this video on your way out. If you've not liked the video, click that thumbs up. Press refresh right now. Make sure that it's still there. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please, ladies and gentlemen, keep your families close. Always keep a smile on your face no matter what because you're a child of God and always always keep continuing to spread that gospel I'll see you in Will's show next peace God love you